Hi there, I'm Suzanne Urban, and welcome to Pioneering Women Warriors Network. This is your podcast for encouragement through the word and empowering women with interviews and scriptures. So before we listen in to today's episode, you can find these podcast episodes on my WordPress blog at suzannespodcast.wordpress.com. Let's listen in after a word from my sponsor. Well, good morning. This is Suzanne. I am here for the Wednesday Cup of Joe. Originally, I started out with Wednesdays, you know, being Wednesday morning cup of joe, but a couple times I didn't make it in the morning, and yeah, so anyways, I hope your day is going well, this very fine spring morning, so as I sit on my deck, um, And I'm looking out and listening to the birds. I've got two of my dogs out here with me. And so we've been cleaning up around here and, you know, planting our garden. We don't do, I've done in the past, a traditional garden, you know, where you plant things in the ground. But in recent days, recent years, um... We've been making ourselves more mobile, and so I've got plenty of pots around here uh, full of vegetables and fruits, mainly um, strawberries. I have these ever-bearing strawberries, and they bear every year, no matter what. And they've, um, even if the original plants have died off, the the babies that, you know, branch out and stuff have survived. So I have about four of those surviving strawberries. Excuse me. I recently um, have added peppermint. So there's peppermint on the deck. And boy, it likes to, um, to spread. So here's hoping it'll spread into a new pot. Um, I did just upgrade it from a small pot into a a big container. And um, so my peppermint, the idea for peppermint, I love peppermint. I don't know how you feel about it, but um, I love the smell of peppermint. Peppermint has a lot of good uses. I will eventually be able to, I'm sure I could do it now, make like a peppermint tea out of it. But right now, it's to help ward off bugs. So what I've heard is like lemongrass and peppermint and eucalyptus are all good bug deterrents. Although we are surrounded by cedar trees, so cedar is supposed to help ward off um different kinds of bugs Um, so the biggest issue is slugs especially with um, my strawberries so every day if I remember I come over and just sprinkle a little bit of salt around my 
um, strawberry plants. So I don't mind sharing once in a while, but I'd like to have some, you know. I didn't get very many last year. <clears throat> um, this year we're venturing out and I have planted some grapes. So I have two grapes. They're the um, super sweets and seedless. So we're trying that. What's the other one? Oh, a blueberry. I planted a blueberry and... <clears throat> um, Blueberry is my all-time favorite fruit. I also have a peach tree that I planted. That was a couple years ago. And because where we live, there's an orchard here. So there's <coughs> um, pears and apples. And I don't know how many different kinds of apples. I know of at least three. <coughs> um... One of them is a yellow, like, sweet apple. My husband loves that one. And um, then there's this red, kind of soury one, which would be good for apple pies and, you know, stuff that you have to add sugar to. You don't have to add sugar, but usually. And then those kind of apples are also good for caramel apples, the sour ones. And they also have plums here, and I love their plums. They said, when they originally planted them back in the 30s, I think it was, um, that they were prune, pruning type, you know, the, to make prunes with, where you dry them. And um, anyways, but if you eat them right off the tree, oh man, are they good. I could stand up at one little tree and just chomp away at those plums what's interesting is <clears throat> that the critters that visit the orchard which are um, so far we have a bear family that visits and we've had plenty of proof that the bear visits here and they got super close to our enclosure here. So we are fenced off from the orchard so that um, it's not a sturdy fence. You know, um, it's more like a cattle fencing. So it stretches a little, but um, it gives us a good head start. They have to get through the fence to get to us. So that's that's my, um, <laughs> my thinking right there. But... Um, Anyways, so we have our little fenced area. The dogs, um, you know, have an area where they can just roam free without a leash. And I let them out in the orchard once in a while to run. Um, the problem with being out in the orchard, it's not a controlled environment. So we end up having to check them for ticks and stuff. We go au day naturel here. So we do our best to stick as close to natural remedies and natural resources as possible um, the least amount of chemicals you can put on your body or your pet's body the better um, the better it is for your liver and obviously um, for your body um, so we have been I've been watching the birds here 
it's interesting to watch the different birds. So we have a, um, we have a bird feeder that is in the shape of a porch swing. And then we have the hummingbird feeder and I make the nectar for that, which is water and sugar. And, um, <clears throat> you know, it's all dang natural for the animals too. You know, as close to natural as you can get. I mean, I really encourage, encourage that because, well, the reason I do is my skin and, and everything is super sensitive to different things. Um, I end up breaking out with hives or, um, <clears throat> I can tell when I have allergy issues cause then I break out with, um, a lot of acne and um but yeah my mom did the same thing where she'd get the hives on her arms and it was mostly from cleaning you know there are certain things that um I will use chemicals for to help kill um the germs which is in the bathroom toilet and the shower so um I don't know, I haven't found anything that is to my satisfaction um, to replace those harsh chemicals. So, um, detergents, I'm careful with detergents. You have to be careful too for the environment. My husband doesn't, has around enough chemicals to, you know. Anyways, so, because my husband is a mechanic, and he is an adult too, which means that, you know, I offer natural remedies, but he can choose which route he wants to go. <clears throat> so, enough about that. I was sharing with you how beautiful the orchard is. So we have plum trees and pear trees and apple trees and now there are cherry trees here but <coughs> um, I think I heard that his family didn't plant any cherry trees so these cherry trees that are around here are wild and been what my mother-in-law calls transplants. And so I found a cherry tree that's close by and but the birds they get to the cherries before we can even think about um the cherries so um apples and pears and all of that the birds might get to them but you know they're big enough that it takes longer for them but on the cherries and the same with the grapes so there are some grapes out um, there was one grape out in the orchard, and my husband loved to get out there. The problem with the grape is that um, by the time that they bloom and start, you know, coming into a bunch where they're ripening and stuff, um, the deer get to it. So um, we have enough apples and stuff to share with the, you know, with the wildlife here and we end up with excess and we've given apples away and this year I'll try to can as many of the apples as I can and um, 
I love applesauce. I don't know about y'all, but applesauce. Ooh, there's a hummingbird. Aw. Hummingbirds are so amazing. I'm out here in my element. This is... What's funny is I was raised not in the country. I can't say that I'm fully a city girl. But I do like my conveniences. And one of them not being, you know, close to people. I'm okay with that. And but coming out here and sitting out here on the deck was a huge thing. I cried when my husband finished the deck. And then we found some deck furniture um, on sale. So I was able to get some beautiful wooden deck furniture out here so I could just sit out here on the deck and enjoy the outdoors, <clears throat> watch the animals. Um, the only downfall is we're close to a major road that goes between the two towns. So um, we get a lot of traffic right here in front of our place, but at night it starts slowing down and it's it's just wonderful and peaceful to sit out here and just listen and <coughs> so you hear that that's a semi we have we're in a little logging town and coal mining or not coal mining gold mining logging town and um for the two towns here there are three mills lumber mills here so lumber is a huge industry in these little towns here so i look at the trees here the trees are beautiful so like um, when you look at the cedar trees here, there's cedar and there's alder and there's, what is this here? The alder is a hard wood. The only, what is this other one? There's this one that sheds its leaves like here. It's going to start shedding it soon. So, like, you're picking up leaves all year round because you've got the, the trees that shed in the fall. And then you've got those that shed right around spring, summer, or midsummer time. <clears throat> but, yeah. It's simply amazing to sit out. I don't know what you do for fun, but... If I had my way, you know, I'd be out always. Well, I kind of have my way. I don't work. I just do uh, ministry stuff, write books, and um, my podcast. This is just the most amazing thing to do, this podcast. I know I sound a little green because I'm trying to learn how to you know, make it more interesting and stuff. But this, last night I was laying in bed just thinking, no wonder God gave me the gift of gab. It's to be a speaker or to, you know, do this podcast just fills, fills me up. 
and I enjoy doing it. It's just coming up with content. So if you have any suggestions, there's a link on my podcast, I believe. I'd have to look at it, but where you can send me a voicemail if you want to through the podcast, a voice message, (coughs) and you can suggest, you know, subjects that I could study on or I may know about. I don't know. I have been, since I was real little, I don't remember you know, how young, but I remember my mom always saying to me, I'd go to her and ask her a question and she'd say to me, go look it up. And so my parents always made sure there were two dictionaries in the house and that there, we had a set of the encyclopedias and then they invested in a good thesaurus and they encouraged us to watch documentaries and and all of that and all this time you know I was like thinking my mom you know didn't want to take the time to explain things to me but then I found out that she never actually really graduated from high school so I don't know what her you know what her reading level was and my dad had never graduated from high school either in fact when I graduated I was the first one in our family to graduate from school and so no wonder my parents were pushing 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 because they wanted uh, me and my siblings to be able to go a different route than what they went my dad apparently had joined um, had joined voluntarily joined the military instead of waiting for the draft it's what I understand and so that is why he never completed Um, high school because he went straight to Vietnam from what I understand because he was in the infantry when he first started out well then you know he got married and had his first kid and and stuff so the money coming in he just stayed in the military ended up being a military police so um which turned out he was military police for majority of his um, time in the military, and including he um, he worked for the Portland 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 Oregon um, Drug Task Force for a couple of years, and um, yeah, and then. When I understand, my brother was in the Navy and was shore patrol. And I did originally try out to be, I passed the, I passed the first test to be Washington State Patrol <clears throat> and was waiting. Um, so you have to pass a test to be able to even be considered and invited to go and take the rest of the testing which would be the psychological and the, um, and the um, physical, you know, type testing. And I was way younger when, <coughs> when that was happening. And my dad and my husband were so stinking proud that I wanted to even be a police officer. 
But what stopped me at that time was um, I didn't have the upper body strength, which I probably should have got myself a personal trainer. And, you know, looking back, I should have got a personal trainer to help um, strengthen my arms. And they had this seven-foot wall that's on the obstacle course that you have to run for this WSP testing. And I... My husband built me a seven-foot wall, and I just couldn't make it over the wall. I practiced and practiced and practiced, and didn't even dawn on me that I should probably do some sort of strength training. So I guess I wasn't as ambitious or, you know, wanted to do that. But that's okay. I am where I am. I'm glad that... Things went the way they did, and I look back and I think, (sighs) I still had kids at home, had a lot to, you know, think about being a woman is options are a little different for women than they are for men, and I still, my kids being at home, it was something that, you know, just tore between me and having a career. And I would rather be home training my children in the way that they should go so that when they're old, they won't depart from it. And this is a promise I stand on, that I have done everything I can as a woman of God as a um, as a mother to train my children in the way they should go I have no control over how they you know the choices they make as an adult I'm just standing firm that one day that one day They're going to come back to Jesus. And in the meantime, I do what God tells me to do and move on. I can't allow those kind of things to hinder me from doing God's bidding. So there's a lot of traffic today. I'm just like, wow, okay. Probably because I'm trying to do my podcast. So... I don't know. That's kind of all I really had to talk about. I mean, I could go on and on and on, but my podcast only allows me to record so many minutes. So um, we're coming up on that um, time limit frame. I could record another episode, I guess, to add to it. So... Oh, yeah, I am learning to... So, I looked on the internet. Thank God for the internet. I mean, I know it's such an upheaval right now, and people are censoring, and people are being censored, and this, that, or the other, but there's still a lot of good information on the internet for different things. And so, um, my husband was out pruning... 
a couple trees the other day. And I just kind of went. I remember seeing a video on Facebook where you take a little branch off of a tree. And then you kind of tape it or wrap it to a different tree. And then you merge the two. And then you can grow so many different fruits on one tree. And I forget what that's called. I thought, well, if if you can do that with a branch, can you plant a branch? You know, can you plant a branch and it'll root? Or what's the dealio? So I did some research and found they have this stuff that it's called a root hormone powder stuff and so what you do is you take a branch off of any tree that you want it to root and yeah you know you cut the end um kind of at an angle then you dip it in some water and then you dip it in this rooting hormone and then you plant it and so i have about six little trees growing over there can't wait to see how that turns out and um, I like trying new things. Then I planted some Roma tomatoes. And then yesterday I cut up a lemon. So I'm waiting for those to kind of, those seeds to kind of dry out a little bit. So I got them under a, um, on a paper towel. And that kind of dries off the actual meat that stuck to them. And then, um, then you stick them in water and see if they root and then you'll be able to plant those um, lemons. So, you know, I know like peach and lemon and orange and anything kind of citrusy needs to be in a warm environment. And where I'm at is not really, you know, conducive to that kind of environment. So I'm going to have to probably... Um, make up a greenhouse just for the um, the trees that need the warm humidity and um, which we're slowly getting to that point of the um, needing the greenhouse we've talked about it oh I try to plant <clears throat> hardy, you know, plants that I don't have to worry too much about. Just the bugs, you know. But I don't know how people feel about these new hybrid breeds. It's almost hard. It's very hard to find a pure <clears throat> um, that's not been monkeyed with any of the plants you know the seeds or whatever and I don't know how how they can you know modify how they can modify something like that it's simply amazing so like some of the packages when you buy seeds or starts or whatever it'll say on it guaranteed to um, produce 
Um, and then they kind of give you an estimate of when they're guaranteed to produce. And I'm like, okay, but, you know, what's in it to make it guaranteed to produce? So what's interesting is I remember when we had dogs as a kid and we would get canned dog food for our dogs. Ready? had a certain smell to it and um that was the smell that I grew up with I know that sounds funny but um you know dog food has changed over time and so it's more processed and so we are getting closer to you know where our dogs are eating more um food it's it's better for them so I make them food and um whenever I have leftovers I make it into like a casserole type thing for them so that they have a good um, balance of vegetables and and meat and um we've noticed that they're fuller longer and that they're not constantly snacking on the regular kibble and um our puppy <clears throat> we've also noticed a difference in his character since we've been giving him more organic closer to natural foods where he's not as hyper and um so he's calmer and we always just chalked it up to being the breed but never thought that it might be the food and um which is you know you think about it so we have a grandson who is diagnosed ADHD and there were certain foods that we had to avoid. It did something to them. And boy, I tell you, when we gave him or allowed him to have like red dyes, anything with red or orange dyes, <coughs> um, basically processed food. If you give a kid with ADHD any kind of processed food, you're, you're just kind of really asking for trouble so um not that he was trouble it's just it seemed like he was on the go all the time and you know constantly having accidents because he was moving so fast and you know just kind of sped him up you know and but when we'd give him more whole foods more organic and more natural then he'd have those calmer days where he could actually focus and and stuff. So processed foods, I don't think, are very good for our... My husband loves chili, and I've not been one to actually make chili. So I'm going to have to learn how to do that, how to make chili. Because that's the one thing that he likes to have on the shelf is you know, canned chili. And so we do our best not to buy anything in a can and to buy all natural. It makes, you have to think ahead of time, you know, and you have to plan your days. And for a long time, I've had issue with um, sticking to a schedule and planning unless, you know, there's an event coming, then I push through. But, um, 
down at one point or another because I was so anal about my schedule and it had to be <clears throat> stuff had to go in order and it used to be I'd get up in the morning read my bible and pray then I'd get my husband up and then um he'd get his his clothes ready for work and I'd have his breakfast ready and the kids would sleep and then um, I would start um, every day I made homemade bread and I would and so it went boom 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 and then my husband would go to go to um, his training and then he'd come home and I'd give him a cup of coffee and he'd be ironing his uniform and um, kids are still asleep and so he'd be gone before I even woke the kids up then I'd get the kids up and then um, first thing we'd do is you know we'd kind of cuddle and wake up and this that or the other and and um, <clears throat> then we'd um, have breakfast and I always made them breakfast my kids never ate cereal um, they had a very low sugar diet and um, so, yeah. So the processed foods, like on our one son, is he's having issues with his liver, and <clears throat> and it could be due to the fact that they had such a bland, you know, diet when they were kids, and they didn't really start getting a whole lot of sugar. Um, until they were probably about 10, 11, 12. So that first 10 years of their life, they, you know, had all homemade. And we'd ha I'd have the homemade bread and make sandwiches out of the homemade bread. And then we'd have a loaf of bread for to go with dinner. And it was always some sort of stew or spaghetti or something. And I homeschooled the kids. And so that first, I don't know, all the way until about third or fourth grade is when they really got dedicated homeschool. And then um, I started to introduce them into public school. And <clears throat> public school never worked out. And it was mainly because my kids being so different they were bullied or picked on and one boy um, broke a pair of scissors in half and wanted to stab my one son with the scissors and so we just weren't used to them being in a school that um, this kind of thing was okay my son defended himself he had four boys plus the boy with the scissors surrounding him and um, he had to defend himself obviously and he got suspended from school for defending himself and so basically what they were teaching at that school was that bullying is okay and that um you know, you just need to sit and take it. And the urbans don't sit and take anything. So if there's anything um, unrighteous happening or anything physical going to happen 
We have taught all of our kids and are teaching grandkids that they are to defend themselves. So don't sit back and just take it. Yeah, which is fine. Don't be the one that starts it. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, you. I know you're probably wondering what I did about it. So, I did go to marching down there to the school. I chewed out the principal. And the principal was so very nonchalant about it that, you know, that to me <clears throat> was alarming. That... Um, I know the boy, the one boy, was also suspended, but um, yeah, so I pulled him out of school, chewed the principal out, <clears throat> and um, I had been working. So I had to go down to part-time so that I could stay home and school um, my kids again. and Because um, they weren't staying in that school. And <clears throat> I talked to a friend oh, about a year ago. She had mentioned her kids having issues at a certain school. And I was like, oh dang, that's the school our son went to and our kids went to. And... Um, let me tell you what happened. And I told her what happened. She's like, I'm not surprised. So it's that particular school district. And I'm glad that we had moved out of that area. And um, we had a little better, um, you know, success with um, a different school district. But for the most part, I'm a huge advocate for homeschooling because parents and I'm not saying that everybody needs to homeschool I'm saying be involved be involved in your child's education and who's interacting with your children and know the teachers and know the um, officials and the leaders in the schools um, do your best to show up to different meetings where you can get information about what's going on with the school. Um, know your kids' friends. So we always kept an open-door policy with our kids. that, And we always kept the, you know, the most food handy for our kids. So they would bring their friends around us and we would get to know their friends. And um, <clears throat> we spent a lot of time getting to know... Um, a lot of kids over time and I spent a lot of time praying for those people I don't know where they are now you know but yeah stuff like that I'm a huge advocate for being involved with family know who your family's involved with and and a huge advocate for marriage and um I know there's a lot of things out there that comes against marriage, especially abuse. Abuse is 
a huge thing. We've been, we've known people who have been in abusive relationships and a few of those people we've helped get out and, and helped them and prayed them through and given different kinds of information and what have you. We are a huge advocate for safety. Um, you know, work out your marriage the best you can. These days are so evil. And I can't imagine with so many people who claim to be Christian, who go to church and they think because they're in the church that, <clears throat> you know, they're a Christian. And so, um, gosh, if that were the case, then, you know, I've, I should have just kept going to church and not study the word for myself, you know? But I have a relationship with my Savior, and I love spending time with Him and spending time in the Word. And I also love to share what He's done. And I love to share, you know, that um, He is the only way, the truth, and the life. And that only through Him can we make it into heaven. And I also love to share that He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that... Um, his promises are true to those who believe, to those who are sold out to him. And I thank him every day for life. That I wake up, that I can get up, that I can feed myself. And that I can breathe and enjoy the things that he has created, the trees, the grass, the birds, the critters, the sun. I enjoy that. So I pray that you get out there and enjoy God's creation and just praise him today. For he is the one who created all of this. He designed this. He's the best designer ever. <clears throat> um, with that, I need to go. And um, I will talk to you on next Wednesday for Wednesday Cup of Joe, where I just sit and chit-chat and... And just talk about stuff. It's kind of nice to just do. My husband enjoys it. So yeah, I'm very close now. I hope that I'll be able to post what I need to post. So I pray the Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. And make his face shine upon you. And you have a blessed day. Thank you for tuning in today and we shall see you tomorrow.